You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. This is episode number 34, how to have clear skin all month long. Imagine having clear skin like all month long and by all month long, I mean all cycle long, your entire menstrual cycle. How amazing would that be? And it, for a lot of women, it feels like a dream, you know, to not have any blemishes, any acne, but it doesn't actually have to be a dream. And you also don't have to be genetically blessed. Last week over in the Well Women Academy, our monthly live class was all about skin health, how to have natural, healthy skin hacks. And in that class, we did an exercise where everyone got a downloadable worksheet and we went through face mapping which is where you pinpoint different parts of your face and how different areas of your face actually link to different organs in your body. Now, when we went through that class, the women who were joining us live really shared a lot of similar um, and common, you could call them, challenges when it comes to skin. So cystic acne, rosacea, redness, dry skin, um, also acne, blackheads, and then them appearing at different parts of your face. So like on your chin, on your jawline, are they on your cheeks, between your eyebrows? And it's interesting because ancestrally, understanding your skin actually is, your skin is your like the cover of your book. So when you understand your skin, you can actually understand your health and what's going on internally. And I loved this class so much. I was like, you know what? I have to do a bit of a podcast episode about it. So the, the question is, how can I have clear skin all month long? So think about your own skin right now. Are you confident in your skin? Are you a little unconfident in your skin? When you feel confident in your skin, do you know what time of your cycle that is? It's a really interesting question. So think about it. You see, your skin health is really tied closely with your hormones. So it's no surprise that your skin fluctuates throughout the month just as your hormones do. You know, you might have flawless, beautiful, radiant skin for three months, sorry, three months, three weeks of the month. But then come menstruation, it's like a complete disaster zone. Or maybe your skin experiences breakouts in different parts of your cycle, but it can worsen around different stages of either ovulation or stages of pre-menstruation, or maybe it's menstruation for you. Knowing all of this, and there's good news behind this, yes, there is good news, but knowing all of this and when your skin actually has blemishes in terms of your cycle can teach you a lot about your hormone balance. You see, there are many ways to keep your skin looking and feeling amazing, no matter what time of the month or what time of the year it is even. Double yay. (laughs) And I'm going to share with you um, what I feel are the six simple steps that you can actually follow daily to support clear and clean skin. And when it comes to skin, it's important to understand that we all have different types of skin. When you get to know your skin and the hit, like not the history, but the science of skin is your skin is just cells and these cells come from internal. So to nourish your skin, a lot of women and men believe that we need to nourish it with the skincare or the products that we put on the external parts of our skin. But our skin grows from the inside out. So when we understand that, we really want to go, hang on, well, why is my skin not growing well from the inside out? Okay, what can I consume internally? what's going on internally that can support the health of my external skin. 
You see, let's talk about breakouts for a second. There are dozens of reasons why your skin might break out. This comes down to like what you eat, how stressed you are, what you use on your body, your environment around you. And that's just some examples. More often than not, it's actually a combination of more than one of those. Nothing ever just happens just because one thing, unfortunately. It's always a multi multifaceted um, reason. So as an example, you might have a breakout in your skin because you've been traveling, you have not been eating the foods that you would normally eat, you've probably been a little bit dehydrated, and maybe you've been wearing a lot more sunscreen. These are all different reasons to why you might break out. However, maybe your breakouts could be linked to the fact that you might need to detox your liver or your liver needs a break. So we just want to lessen the burden on the liver. Maybe that's happening because you've got excess estrogen in your body. And so your body is producing acne to help reduce and eliminate that some of that excess estrogen. There are many different reasons. But let me share with you that hormones are one of the biggest contributors to breakouts for many women when it comes to adult acne, especially if it occurs around different times of the month every month and it's on your jawline or your chin it's also why many women experience breakouts in the lead up or during menstruation so this would be through your inner autumn stage or your inner winter stage just like everything um, else in your body your skin is constantly changing like okay really cool fact is your skin cells rejuvenate and renew every 28 days yes every 28 days this is a big hint to discovering if these breakouts could line up with different hormone balances within your menstrual cycle. So let's just, a quick little fun fact again, is that everything you put on your skin gets absorbed within around 60 to 90 seconds. And then around two to three minutes from that, it's in the bloodstream and it's pumped around your body. Another fact is that your skin, what you see on the outside of your skin today, the actual skin that you can see, that skin was developed roughly 28 days ago. So what you do today is actually going to contribute to what your skin looks like in 28 days time. Big hint here <laughs> is that if you have like to plan a wedding, do not plan a wedding for a month after Christmas or a month after Easter. They're like no-nos, especially because at those times of the year, around Easter, Christmas, the festive times, you're generally eating and consuming food and liquid that you wouldn't normally consume. And this can contribute to imbalances in your skin or the fact that your body needs to detox a little bit more. So it's kind of like pushing all of this out through the skin. And that's where maybe your blemishes or blackheads or um, rashes or um, like rosacea, eczema, dermatitis um, and psoriasis may come from. So there's many different reasons. So I hope that right now you're getting a bit of an insight as to why my skin might look a certain way. So let me share a story with you. Um, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you would already know that back in August this year, I went to America. I did a solo road trip, which was lots of fun throughout Southern California and um, eating out at different places you naturally have no control over your food. Now, yes, you can control what you're ordering off the menu clearly that's your choice but you don't get to control like what oils they use um, when they're cooking the food um, how the food's prepared what type of quality food that it is is it sprayed is it organic they're just a, they're the things that are out of your control not to mention water quality so when i travel i try to buy distilled water or reverse osmosis where i can water is a big contributor to your skin health but i noticed when i came home 
from my trip. And this is roughly the same every time I travel, um, particularly to like another Western country like America, is it took me a month, like for that next month after my return home to Australia, that I noticed that my skin was kind of cleansing in a sense. It was letting go and it was breaking out and kind of was getting rid of things. And this is also very common when you go and get a facial. This also depends on the type of products that they use whilst you're getting your facial and the type of facial. But when it comes to your facial is often you don't want to get a facial before a big event because you might break out afterwards. And this actually helps. It's a drawing mechanism. So it helps draw the toxins that are in your skin or the um, detoxification process of your skin. Helps get all that stuff out, which is what we want, right? But when we travel, this is one reason why we might break out in our skin. So there's many different reasons. So that's one. Another reason could be the fact that you're just not washing your face correctly. <laughs> and I talk about this actually over in the Well Women Academy last week. You're going to laugh. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I got out of the shower. I dried myself. I wrapped my towel around myself and I did a live video in my bathroom in my towel um, sharing my skin routine and what I use on my skin on a daily basis and how I care for my skin. And when it comes to understanding your skincare and washing your face, I actually use a pre-cleanse before I cleanse my face. One of the reasons why I do that is I don't want to be rubbing the dirt around in my face when you know, I'm trying to wash my face. So I pre-cleanse first and then I wash my face. And I found that this is really helpful and it's helped reduce a lot of different, you know, blackheads and, you know, minor blemishes that appear on my skin particularly after yoga. So I go to yoga and I'm generally quite clean when I go to yoga, but I come back and, you know, I pre-cleanse my face and it's so dirty. And that's from all the sweat and the buildup and the cleansing process of purification through sweat. We sweat throughout the day, whether we like it or not, it doesn't have to be extremely hot. We still are literally detoxing and oils and um, things are coming out through our skin. So it's important for us to pre-cleanse before we actually cleanse our face. If we're not doing this, what can happen is when we go to wash our face, we're just washing the dirt back into our skin. This might be one reason why we are getting more blackheads than maybe other women in our life. So there's many different reasons, and these are just some examples to help you kind of think about your different skin health habits. So right now, I want you to think about your skin. How do you care for your skin? I know when I started my skin routine and learning more about skin habits and skin products and what works for your skin. And this is roughly eight to nine years ago. I read a beautiful book, which is all about, you know, gorgeous skin in, in 30 days. And I loved it. I learned so much. I threw all of my products out from my bathroom and I literally started making everything. Now, my flatmate at the time, Olivia, I love her to death. She um, wasn't overly happy because I had lots of ants in the shower, <laughs> in the shower with all the body scrubs and stuff that I was making. But I was really interested in what we put in our skin and how that gets absorbed and how the cleaner product we go or the cleaner product we use, how that can actually support our skin. But at the time, I actually knew nothing about skincare. I didn't really use any skincare. I used some sunscreen and basically my foundation was a sunscreen foundation. That was my kind of extent of looking after my skin. I didn't use a day cream. I didn't use a night cream. I definitely never used an eye cream before. I'd never used a toner. I didn't even know what a toner was. I was kind of oblivious and I thought, ah, oh, well, if I don't know what I'm using, I might as well just use nothing. 
So that was kind of my routine. Um, but now it's extremely different and I, I love having a routine with my skin health and it's really helped support having clear skin throughout the month. Now I'm a woman, so occasionally I do break out. Yes. And this depends on stress levels, depends on the consumption of food, um, where if I'm eating out a lot if I, or versus if I'm eating at home, how hydrated I am. So supporting your skin is really, really important. So I'm going to give you my six simple steps to supporting clear skin. Are you ready? So let's just be honest though, because ain't nobody ever want breakouts on their face. I totally get it. You know, something I didn't mention is I used to have chronic cystic acne and I actually had this before I found out that I had PCOS. And if you haven't heard, I don't have PCOS anymore. I self-healed that. There will be a podcast coming soon about my journey with PCOS. But until then, I've healed PCOS. And at the time, I was incredibly self-conscious about my acne. You know, I used to carry makeup in my bag and I'm totally not a makeup person, but I used to carry like concealer and makeup in my bag to cover up the acne as it came out throughout the day because my skin was constantly changing. But once I started asking questions about my blemishes and my breakouts and where they came from and learning more about your skin health and the link with your menstrual cycle, I just started to discover that, you know, having bad skin isn't inevitable and you're not destined to always have bad skin. No matter what you've been diagnosed with or told, your skin is constantly renewing. It is dying and regrowing every single day. So we can actually help improve the way in which it regrows. I like to think I got a scooter accident in Bali and I had really bad scarring. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have this huge scar on my arm, my knee and my foot for a long time. But I knew based on the, the process of renewal in the body, that the body dies and or the cells die and renew consistently. If I can support this through what's called orthomolecular medicine, big fancy word, basically broken down to supporting your body with the right nutrients it needs to renew itself. It's possible to help your skin renew and come back healthier and more stabilized in the sense, clear, less breakouts and Hey, have balanced skin. I don't know about you, but hell yeah, I want that girlfriend. Like, give me some of that. <laughs> so these six steps are going to help support you in the journey towards that. So let's kick it off. Number one is track your cycle. I know I harp on about this all the bloody time, but tracking your cycle hands down is the best way to get insights into your body and what it's doing and why it's doing it. But tracking your cycle, you don't just become aware of your hormones and what they're doing in general. You can also track and spot the different patterns of your skin itself. So where is your acne located? What time of your cycle does this acne show up? When are you experiencing it? How um, severe is it? Does it that one pimple, does it stay for a week? Does it stay for two weeks? Is it only there for a day or two? And you can start to really recognize the patterns as well as the different types of seasons in your cycle. Does it always happen around in a summer? Is it in an autumn? Is it in a spring? Whenever it might be for you, tracking your cycle is the best way. And if you don't yet track your cycle, the way to do this is with a written tracker. You can head to my website, wellsome.com on the homepage. You can get my free Love Your Cycle Tracker and the guides. If you follow me on Instagram at, at wellsome underscore Gemma Lee, that's J-E-M-A-F-Y-I. My mom only gave me a one M and it starts with a J. <laughs> Thanks, mom. I love the spelling of my name. Um, but in the link in my um, bio on my Instagram, you can grab it there. But start using a written tracker. Hands down, most important thing you can do. Number two is pinpoint where and when. This ties into tracking your cycle. 
but you can't fix a problem if you don't understand exactly what is happening. So what are the problem areas or the challenge areas on your face? And maybe it's on your body. Maybe you have body acne. doesn't matter. Write this in two. Where are they coming up? Is it the same pattern every month? Or are you experiencing breakouts at different times of the month throughout different cycles? Once you identify with what is going on, you can work out what the body is trying to tell you. Have a think about it. What is happening in your body and why, why, what might it be telling you? What are the messages it's giving you? Is it sending out distress signals or is it communicating that it's balanced and it's restoring? FYI, I just want to say here that this is where sometimes working with a coach can make a big difference. Going through this process yourself can feel very overwhelming and you naturally just compare and judge yourself. But a coach, someone like myself, this is what I do with the women that I work with and inside the Well Women Academy for group coaching is I can see the things within your health picture that you can't yet see for yourself. You know, this allows you know us to pinpoint the challenges that you may be experiencing and all the things that could be contributing and create a good plan around that. Often when you're in it, you can't always see what's happening. You know, I like to think about it in the terms of working with a coach as like um, being in a relationship, you know, let's say it's a heterosexual relationship, a girl and a guy, and, you know, you're saying to your girlfriend, look, you can do so much better. Like you, like, you deserve like so much better than this. But you're like, no, 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 I love this guy. He loves me. We have a great time. But it's not until you get out of the relationship that you actually see what the relationship was when you're not in it. So when you're in your health, when you're in the moment of feeling frustrated and confused and self-conscious about your skin care or your skin habits or your skin appearance, when you're in that, you can't fully see the picture. So working with someone as a coach, like what it is that I do, um, will help you pinpoint those areas because they can see what you can, what you can't yet see in yourself. So that's number two, pinpoint where and when on your skin. Number three is consider all contributing factors. So even if your breakout breakouts are normal in nature, there can still be other contributing challenges and issues. So don't forget to have a look over what's been happening since your skin issues began. So you can start by maybe asking yourself some of these questions. Is there any link between my skin health and the load I put on my liver? Have I been drinking more alcohol? Have I been using more medications? Have I been taking hormonal contraception? You know, these could maybe contribute to liver load. Is there something I'm using on my body that could be causing challenges? Could it be the skincare products that I'm using? Do they maybe contain chemicals or toxins that aren't you know, long-term beneficial for my skin health. This could be face products, hair products, sprays, lotions, tanning, anything like that. Third one is, am I sleeping enough? Like getting good amounts of sleep is really important for your skin health. Does my skin worsen when I'm stressed or are there any other environmental factors that could be going on? And another great question is, is there any emotional components going on underneath here? So when I'm feeling extremely emotional and overwhelmed, does my skin break out? Like, what are the links with this? So without going into too much of the science stuff for the skin, all these factors can affect your skin health. So yes, rebalancing your hormones can massively improve your skin. But if you don't address all the other factors too, you may still experience bad skin breakouts, habits, bad skin days, weeks, months, just experiences. No one wants bad skin experiences. Period. <laughs> End of story. All right. Step number four, that's a simple thing you can also do, is eat in tune with your seasons. 
It sounds so simplistic, but a healthy hormone balance requires different nutrients at different amounts and different times of your month. So what you need to menstruate is completely different to what you might need to ovulate in terms of nutrients. Now, the same goes for your skin health. What our skin needs to stay balanced when our hormones are in different dominant stages. So when your estrogen is really high, as you lead into ovulation or as your progesterone starts increasing post-ovulation, these hormones require different nutrients through our diet, but they also require different nutrients for our skin cycles too. So tracking your cycle will help you work that out, but eat in tune with each of the four phases of your cycle. And if you're a little bit unsure about that, there is another podcast episode about this. So just scroll through the podcast and check it out. Or there's a blog article on my website too. Now, another little tip here, number one tip in tune, like in terms of eating with your your body and your hormones and your cycle is make it simple and don't make it complicated. Just know that every stage is going to be slightly different or your crave will be slightly different, but eating in tune with your hormones all month long can be so beneficial. I promise you. It's definitely helped me and it definitely helped with my PCOS. All right. Number five, stay hydrated. You can't talk about skin health without talking about H2O. I get this. You know, staying hydrated is essential for so many aspects of our skin health, not to mention every aspect of our normal health, like all the other parts of our body that requires health. <laughs> is Water is really essential. Preventing infections, removing waste from our skin, even keeping skin firm and plump and fresh all depends on how hydrated we are and if we're getting enough water. So fancy skin and body products might tell you that they hydrate your skin from the outside, but nothing hydrates your skin and body like actually drinking clean, fresh, chemical-free, toxic-free water. You might want to look at getting a cleaner, higher-quality source of water. If you do experience skin challenges, it's a really simple thing to do. It's probably one of the most cost-effective things you can do for your health, apart from breathing, is to change the quality of your water. Something that I did and I noticed changes very early on when I changed my water back in 2013, 2014 to reverse osmosis. Personally, that's what I use and it supports my skin and my hormone balance a lot. And over the last five to six years, it's made a huge difference. I've definitely noticed it. So look into how much water you're drinking daily. Um, This is obviously going to depend on what time of the year it is, how much you move your body, if you sweat a lot. But ideally, you want to be drinking, I like to say, between two to three liters. Aim for three. Always aim for more. But three liters is a great amount. Um, But note that this will change again throughout the year. So tune into your body and listen. Really important to listen. All right. Number six, our last step when it comes to simple steps to supporting ultimate skin health is nutrition. So I've already mentioned about eating in tune with your cycle, but there are some excellent nutritional products that I personally use on a daily basis. Yes, I use all of these. I'm going to share with you right now on a daily basis, and they can aid in supporting your body and balancing your hormones and therefore your skin. So I'll delve, um, I dive deeper into this in other blog posts and other podcast episodes. So I'll just guide you through the four and you can learn more about them. Actually, I'll tell you how you can learn more about them in a second. But the number one product that I recommend for your skin health is using a high quality multivitamin. So with all of your nutritional products, you want to be using a pharmaceutically graded product. Always. This doesn't mean it's a drug. It means it's just made to the highest manufacturing standards. 
So what you see in your product is on the label is what you're getting in the bottle because it's pharmaceutically graded as opposed to manufactured to a food standard. Having worked in the food science industry for seven years, I could literally harp on about this topic for a long time. So make sure it's pharmaceutically graded. If you don't know what that is, reach out, message me, be like, Gem, where do I get the products that are pharmaceutically graded? How do I know what they are? Just ask. It's the best way to learn. But a high quality multivitamin is essential in my mind, along with a mercury free fish oil. You want to make sure it's mercury free. For me, when it comes to um, taking nutritional products is you don't want to use a product that's already got toxins in it. And a little tip around choosing nutritional products, if you ever find a product on the market, so it's on the shelf in a health food store, a a chemist or a a supermarket, if it's ever discounted, I'm really iffy about the product, especially when it's half price. Personally, I prefer to choose products that aren't discounted so they don't go on sale. Why? Because when they're not on sale, it just goes to show that that company is literally holding the quality and the integrity of all the ingredients in the product. So a good quality product is literally has all the the right ingredients in it and they're not going to go, oh, well, we just bought this, you know, turmeric powder or this curcumin powder, you know, for this particular inflammation support in the multivitamin. We got it on special. So now we can drop the price of the overall product. I'm always a bit iffy when it comes to um, it comes to big drops in products when it comes to the quality. So just have a think about that when you're choosing your nutritional products. But one, multivitamin, high quality. Two, mercury-free fish oil. The last two are really simple, but you want to use a vitamin C. Personally, I use a non-acidic form of vitamin C. It's much more easily absorbed on the body, and I sometimes do high-dose vitamin C, which helps a lot with skin health. And the last one is a probiotic. Personally, this was a huge game shifter for me, um, especially around the fact that I had leaky gut and you know, I'm always really passionate about keeping my gut health in check. But with a healthy gut, you can have healthy skin. So with a probiotic, you want to choose a pharmaceutically graded probiotic again. Um, ideally, you want it to have the strands in it that are able to live through your, the most acidic state of your body, which is your stomach, because um, a lot of probiotics can die off in the stomach and not actually get to the gut where they need to re-incolonate. So want to use a good quality probiotic um, and that can help support skin health too so they're the four and overall that's the six steps um, simple steps to supporting clear skin now I don't know about you but if you still struggle with ongoing skin challenges and you're a little bit frustrated we talk all about this over in the well women academy you're welcome to come and join us it's an amazing group of women self-paced course with weekly content happening in our private Facebook community group, 24-7 support, live videos, lots of recipe shares. Um, I do a lot of live videos, like I said, with me and my towel in my bathroom. But if you have a question, shoot me a message. I would love to hear from you, whether that's on Instagram or you just email me, whatever it is, I'd love to hear from you. If you pop over to my Instagram, in the link in my bio, there is a link to my favorite nutritionals and it does feature these four products that I've just shared with you as well. And they're products that I use myself every single day. So that's a wrap on getting to know how to have clear skin all month long. Six super, super simple steps. One, track your cycle. Two, pinpoint where and where these blemishes occur on your on your face or maybe your body. Number three is consider other contributing factors. Number four is eat in tune with your season. So the phases of your menstrual cycle. Number five is stay hydrated. And number six is consider using nutritional products to support your overall skin health long term. 
And last thing I'll say about skin health as we wrap it up for the, this episode is that your skin renews every 28 days. Remember I said this back in the start. So that means that the habits that we change today around, around our skin health won't affect us and we won't see the ramifications, like the changes in that straight away. It can take one, two to three cycles to start to see the big changes. I know for me, when I started using um, nutritional products and changed my water, which I did roughly at the same time within a couple of weeks of each other, it took me two months to really notice blemishes and the redness of blemishes were healing faster and it took time for that to kind of occur. So don't rush. Your health isn't a race. <laughs> and if you want to be the hare, I, I'm just letting you know it's not going to happen straight away. So be a tortoise when it comes to your health. Apply things that are going to work for your long term and are going to support you well into your future. All right, that's it from for now. Have an amazing day and I can't wait to chat with you over in our next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode Share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together, we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag WellWomenPodcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body, and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle. 